0: Hi and welcome to Wasted Takes episode 108, the KISS 108 episode, for those of you who don't know, that's the uh, pop music station out in Boston, they got a lot of good uh, talk show programming on there, Maddie in the Morning, don't know if you guys ever heard of them, but uh, absolutely great radio station, I'm Trey, joined as always by Dylan, Tucker, and Cam, how are we doing gentlemen?
1: And shout out Blue for joining
0: us. Shout out Blue, Blue's Blue's in the stew. Um, all right, winners and losers. Uh, I'll just start with my back situation. Big loser. Think I watched too much football this weekend because I my back is in shambles. It hurts to sit. I am lying prone now. I am just. I cannot be sitting, standing. Anything hurts. So my back's in shambles. So big loser there. I am washed. This maybe it's an old football injury. I don't know. But um, another loser I have. You in the back. Another loser I have um, is Cam and I. Cam and I had takes this year, I think in respective weeks, that Mahomes is overrated. The and, same. Oh, it was the same week. Oh, it was the same week. So Cam said that um, Allen, Josh Allen was overrated, and I followed that up by saying Patrick Mahomes was overrated. Turns out, maybe not. Maybe not overrated. Maybe rated.
2: Maybe it somehow possibly. It's somehow possible after that game,
0: possibly
2: they were
0: underrated. Underrated, yeah. <laughs> Very possible Perhaps. they were underrated. Um, so anybody else got winners and losers? Obviously we we'll have goal of our picks, a lot of losers there, especially for me. A lot of a couple winners too, but uh anybody got anything else? Uh for the twelfth time in a row I'd
3: like to call myself a loser for my Jamar Chase take. Um I mean each week it just hurts me more and more to watch how good he is at football.
0: Yeah, that was a tough one. That was a tough one. That's why I was nominated. But, you know, you win some, you lose some. Um, in terms of our poll, I'm taking home the point this week for the Steve Belichick curse take. Oh, wait. I have winners. The AB curse, winner. And the yeah, yeah. turtleneck curse.
1: Yeah, I was about to say that.
0: Almost a, almost a huge winner. If Mahomes would have lost.
1: No, wait, I have a stipulation. But Holmes is not wearing a turtleneck. He is wearing a, just a, he didn't even have a long sleeve on. It was like a three-quarter. And the thing around his neck, not a turtleneck. It's just, it's like a gator.
0: All right, because huge winner. like
1: other dudes on the team that have them on, that have like a black shirt on them. <laughs> it's just a gator.
0: Huge winner. Turtleneck curse.
1: Might yeah. just be Aaron Rodgers
0: bad curse. in the playoffs. What was that?
2: I got the Jersey Curse. I think it's been lifted. We've talked about this. I have four jerseys. Burrow, Kittle, Odell, Jalen Ramsey. All of them right now are in. Jersey Curse lifted until I get another jersey.
0: Rip the Jersey Curse. Uh, the Lawrence Taylor jersey, though. Maybe not. Maybe not a great one. Um, um, all right. In terms of our... lives. though. In terms of our poll, I am taking on the point this week. That Steve Belichick curse take. Our loser was Ooh. Dylan for his uh, prospective trade take for the Giants, um, which points yeah. puts the scores at me two, Dylan one, or no, that's three for me. Sorry, me three, Dylan one, Tucker one, Cam still to yet to get on the board. So we're gonna need some heaters from Cam. Anybody got anything else before we jump into wasted takes? Okay. Um, I'll oh.
1: say I'm a loser real quick. Sorry. Because way back when I said uh, the Rams bring in OBJ and Von Miller will hurt them.
0: Yeah, it might have been a good thing to bring them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good might thing. not have hurt. <laughs> <him. laughs> All right, so I have a take that I, that I formulated. I told you guys about it. I formulated it before the games this weekend. Um, And you guys can attest to that. I sent the message, much like Cam did with his take, in the group, formulating my take. So, obviously, Buccaneers lost this week. My long nightmare is over. The Buccaneers will not win the Super Bowl this year. Tom Brady will not win his eighth Super Bowl. Thank God. I don't think I could have dealt with it. So, what I thought of before this game was some whispers that I had heard that are now more of a yell out of the Brady camp and those whispers that I heard last week were retire he's gonna retire he's strongly weighing retirement so I took this right away as a bluff and I still think it's a bluff I think Tom Brady has had enough of Bruce Arians you look at what happened this weekend some of the defensive coaching now I don't know if I don't know how they work. I don't know how much of the play calling Aarons is doing. I'm imagining it's very little. But I imagine the play calling he is doing is on defense. I would not be surprised if he was responsible for some of that breakdown on the last minute of the game where L.A. was, supposed to, was able to go the length of the field and score. Um, I think he's fed up with Bruce Arians. I think he wants Bruce Arians gone. I think he's going to the Buccaneers' ownership with an ultimatum. I'm retiring or you're getting rid of Bruce Arians. Now, Bruce Arians said in his uh, post-game press conference, he's coming back. So, we may see the actual retirement. I think it's a bluff. I think Brady's going to play next year. I think it's possible that he asked for a trade to San Francisco. He wants to go to another stacked team that is just a quarterback short, even though I don't agree with him there. Um, So, the take essentially is... Tom Brady is using this retirement to get Bruce Arians fired. Bruce Arians and Tom Brady will not be on the Bucs yet next year. It'll be one or the other. Um, I would go with Brady if I were them. I would just fire Bruce Arians right away because what does he really do? But maybe they don't want to deal with him. On a side note, maybe Tom should stop being such a toxic guy about his coaches. Like You had an asshole coach. You leave for a nice coach. Now you're missing... You know the asshole who kept everyone in line and hating the nice guy who let it loose. So that's the take essentially. Tom Brady is bluffing his retirement to get Bruce Arians fired. They will both one will they will both not be on the team next year. So one of them will be on the team. That's the take. All
1: right, I'll jump in. Um, I don't think he's going to retire. Number one, I, I don't know if it's great to call it a bluff um cuz i don't think he's actually he would like bring an ultimatum to um to the organization cuz i don't think that's the type of guy that he is i don't think he would just like say that just like quit on the rest of the guys just because he doesn't like a coach um <clears throat> and i i think you have to think about it in terms of the scenarios Brady with Arians they're still a ridiculously good team he may not Love Arians, but I would, I feel more inclined to believe that Brady would stay on with the Bucks um, as opposed to go to any other team. I think he would just retire. I don't think he would ship ship out again. Um, no, I think I he But I still would. think he wants to play. So I'm saying he's going to stay with the Bucks. And then for press things, I think it would be worse for the team if they fired Arians. Just because Brady said so, if that's the narrative, um, I think that would be more toxic than if he just stayed there and Brady kind of sucked it up a little bit in that regard. I mean, the team's still very good. They were injured this game.
0: I Do mean, you know Arians why they were injured? The best coach, but. Another thing about Arians, he sent Tristan Wirfs out in that playoff game with a high ankle sprain. He can't. Tristan Wirfs came to the sideline, my ankle sprained. He says, Let me go back out, coach, and Aries lets him go back out. Like, I think I don't think it's necessarily an ultimatum. I think that that may come. But right now it's him going to the press saying, I'm gonna retire. I'm really thinking about retiring and the Bucks brass is gonna come to him and say, Tom, what do you need to stay? Like, is there any way we convince you? He's gonna say, Well, actually, and in terms of them hiring a new coach, I think it's gonna be a guy Brady Hand picks. He's gonna take, he's gonna want bowls elevated. Todd, you run the defense. I'll run the offense. Byron will follow me around with his clipboard and we'll continue to win. Because he already runs the Byron's offense. Go ahead, Cam. I couldn't hear you.
2: No, Byron, Byron's interviewing, like on his second interview, so it's likely he's going there. Um, here's my thing. I I kind of like it. I think that it might be an ultimatum situation. I think it should be about Tom. Um and this is why, because, first of all, I don't think he would go to the Niners. I really don't. They just drafted Lance. Jimmy G is still a possibility to be there, and there's no way he wants to play in that division. Not.
0: A uh, I think he, he does. does. I think he wants to retire as a Niner. He grew up a Niner fan. He's a lot like Rodgers in that respect. He want, That was his no. number one choice when he left New England, was, was San
2: Francisco. No. The division's too good. If he's going to do it, he knows that it's a possibility that it's like his last year. He's going to want to go out a winner. And what is playing against the Seahawks, who could potentially be good again, the Rams and the uh, Cardinals, I wouldn't want to do that. But there is one team that I could think of that would be a perfect fit. Potentially even two teams, actually. First team is the Titans, who are consistently good, a terrible division. And Tannehill looks like he's on his way out. Head coach of the Titans, Mike Rabel. Connections there. Second team would be the Colts. Um, because Wentz obviously not the guy. But I think Brady's never been on a team with like a stud running back like that. And I think he kind of wants, and granted, Derrick Henry's the same way. Um, I don't know. I, I feel the Titans are a better option for, for, for able connection, a couple more weapons on offense. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. I think he just stays in, I, I think he stays, I think Arians probably stays too. But I think the ultimate thing should happen, um, and the bluff, I think is, I think it's a bluff. I
1: think it's a bluff. Um, if the org, if the organization, um, plays their cards right, and the media doesn't pick up the narrative as Tom kicked them out, if they did some, if they made it like he didn't treat his players well, and well, like that's already started in the head. Yeah, I know that's what I mean. Like he's putting out injured players. Maybe they turn the Antonio Brown situation, although it was like Antonio being Antonio. Maybe they spin that into a coaching thing too. If they could turn that into we fired Arians because of his bad player relations, and that's what sticks, then I think it's it it, it would work. But I think the the backfire from them saying that Brady kicked him out would ultimately for, be worse for. Brady
0: I teams. think Levante David he said after the game that there was a split in the locker room. And Cam, let me address your two teams. The Titans would be another team I think he should consider. He doesn't. Giselle does not want to live in Indianapolis. I think that's a huge part of it now. It is he. Is, she sacrificed a ton. Now Brady's like, okay, where do you want to live? And she'll give a list, and he'll think about the teams. Um, I have something else, but forget it. Tucker?
3: Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I just can't see him going to another team again. Um, I feel like he's just going to roll out one more season with the box, do his retirement tour. Like he wanted, I think he wants the pomp and circumstance and that's what he's doing right now. He was like, look. I want everyone to be like, "Oh, Willie, really? won't he? Oh my God!" And so he can do one more season where everyone can be like, "Oh my God, he did it again! He's coming back!" Woo hoo! And then he gets the whole retirement tour. I just don't buy they would hold out on retirement because I pulled out for retirement because he wants the pomp and circumstance, and I just don't see him leaving such a powerhouse team. That yeah, he's on.
0: neither do I. I'm well, with you, Tech. I don't think he wants to leave. I think he wants Arians fired. And and if the team Matt, Dylan,
3: to t- the ultimatum happening. Like I can see Arians getting fired, but I can't see Arians staying and him saying fine, then I walk.
0: I can. Yeah, I think he's earned the right to do that. Dylan, to address your point of the bad look for the organization, look how it's going here, man. I mean they we chose coach over player. Essentially what it was, it was either fire Bill and keep Tom or let Tom walk and move on with him. The next three years, um, and look, people here are all over Belichick. People naturally are all over Belichick, saying he did it was Tom the whole time. So if they got rid of Tom,
1: because, that's because of the success of Brady. I mean, if Brady got injured and like had to couldn't play again after half of the next season, then nobody would be saying it.
0: Well, the the for success of Brady matters in Tampa. You think if you think if Brady walks from that team, they are anything close to what they are now? I don't. No, and, and Arian said in his press conference, he said we feel set at quarterback outside of Tom. So that means that they're going to roll with Blaine Gabbert or Kyle Trask. I don't think they're going to do very well. I don't yeah. know. I, I think I see you there. I think Ray, it's faking.
1: Ray's going to play to he's fifty.
0: I think he wants to hit forty-five. He's forty-four right now. F- forty-five is the, is the goal, and I wouldn't be surprised if he does it somewhere else. Um, if they keep Arians, and I don't think they will. Um, who's next? <laughs>
2: I can go. Um, I got a quick question for you, Trey. What are your thoughts? Could you ever see it and would you want to see it? Brady goes out one more time in New England as a starter. Max is Yes, yes. yes.
0: I think he. I think it's it'll never happen, Cam. There's no chance. He, he burned the bridge when he left. It's not like he's got bad relations here, but Bill doesn't want him here. Bill's trying to build something without him. I think Mac would welcome it. I think Mac be like, yeah, sure, go ahead. I'm paid. I'm getting paid. When I'm getting paid, it doesn't really matter what else I do. You go out and play. I'll try to learn, and then I'll come back better. the The region would love it. I would absolutely take him back in a in a heartbeat for him to retire Patriot in a heartbeat. I don't
1: think we have to really debate this, but I think that would be worse for Mac.
0: It might it might stall his momentum. I still take Brady back. I think if we have Brady, we're much closer to the Bills right now.
1: Yeah, I would
2: say so. Anyway. Okay, Cam, go. All right. My take is related to football. Maybe not the football you're thinking. It's not the NFL. It's not college. It's the USFL, the New Spring Football League, that's coming out. Let's go. I believe practice begins or uh, training camp begins the end of next month or March or something. Games might begin at the end of March. I don't know. Coming up quick, and they haven't even announced all the head coaches yet. However, I've done some digging. It's a very well funded league. It's not the XFL where it's owned by a former WWE guy. Um, It used to be a league back in the 80s. Uh, It was a spring football league. They're keeping all the same team names. I believe almost all of them, if not all. Um, There's going to be eight teams. They got some cool names in there. Go look at them beside your favorite team. Maybe we can discuss that next week. Or coaches the spring, probably. That being said, well, that being said um, the coaches are somewhat notable. I've been able to name a couple of them. I've looked at a couple of people who could potentially be on some rosters. One name that didn't come up that I think they're flying under the radar is Colin Kaepernick. Now... Of the head coaches they've named so far, there's two uh, black head coaches. I don't think he played for anybody that wasn't black. Um, one of them is Kirby Smart, and the other one is Kevin Sumlin. Now, Kevin Sumlin has a history of being a little racist somehow. Um, and his wife, I don't think he's going to go there. Kirby Smart, um, isn't Kirby yeah.
0: Smart the coach of Georgia?
2: I'm so sorry, not Kirby Smart. Please. Please forget that. For forget that I said that. Um, Kirby, Kirby Wilson is what I meant. Kirby Smart, not so much. Not going to the USFL. Kirby Wilson, um, he is going to be the coach of the Pittsburgh Maulers. He was the running back coach for uh, the Steelers a while ago. Don't know much about him, but... I do know that he is going to take Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick is going to be quarterback for the Pittsburgh Ballers. Who lock it in. Are they doing a draft? No, they're just signing people. I think there's like a training camp tryout stuff, and then they they draft slash sign. Um.
0: Okay. Let me first say this league will fold after a year because I don't care how well funded it is. We've seen this is the third one of these we've seen in the past four years. They've all folded <laughs> so after a year.
2: Games are going to be on
0: Fox and NBC. So didn't didn't the, the didn't the uh, what was the first one called? Not the, the didn't the
2: AFL or whatever it was called the
0: you whatever it was. Yeah, but
2: that I think all the both of those folded because of COVID. The XFL tried
0: to start during COVID. no no no
2: and
0: no the other one no the yeah. XFL folded because of COVID. Not
2: the first one. The first one felt folded in like yeah. 2019. 2019 the first year they didn't. Do great, and the next year they couldn't do anything
0: what is the name of it what's the name of it
2: because I promise you it didn't us move. oh I don't know um, anyway capital the USFL they playing. they have uh, Fox Sports, Fox Sports one NBC peacock and USA and they're very well funded they got a lot of people they got good ownership um, I think they're gonna
0: be on okay well let me just say they, they're they're gonna they're gonna fold I promise you they're gonna fold. Oh, I promise second of all, I don't know. I mean, it would be good for the league. It would be interesting to see. I uh, I don't know how much he really wants to play football. It was the AAF, by the way. The AAF, and it folded before COVID, I promise you. AAF. Um, but I don't know how much he wants to play football. I mean, he had a chance to get back in. He bungled up his... He bungled up his... Uh, he bungled up his um, what was it called? His his tryout where he wanted his camera crew, his, his, this, this, this. If they can pay him a ton, he'll do it. I just don't buy... Like, I don't want to get political. I don't buy his whole thing. I think he's making enough money as it is. Do I think that he got blackballed from the league? Yeah, but... You know, he should have been allowed to do whatever he wanted in terms of protesting. But he also sucked at quarterback. And... He also doesn't. I. I don't think he wants to play. So, I'm going to say no. I don't think. I don't think this is in his interest. I don't think. It, I don't think he really wants to play football. I think he wants to be a voice for racial justice now. And good on him. And that's his full time job. He's already getting paid enough night Nike. I don't think he does it. Uh, Tucker.
3: Yeah. So um, little insight. He did have a contract offer from the XFL. Um, but he demanded they pay him NFL starting quarterback numbers. Yes, that's what I
0: thought. That's what I figured.
3: Yeah. So I. So no, he's not going to accept anything. I just. I. I'm not, and I'm like, I. Good for him for all his social causes, but he's also a terrible quarterback. Like he got bet. Everyone forgets he got. Yeah, but you don't have plenty. to be. Everyone's you don't have like, to be a good quarterback oh, to play in this was league. On that forty nine ers team when they were good. He also got benched for Blaine Gabber and had the lowest QBR in the NFL the league year he got benched. Like, he wasn't good when he got benched. And that's, like, the black belt thing, yes. He's a lot better than a lot of uh, uh, NFL backups. He doesn't have any shot at being a starting QB in the NFL. And he could probably play in the XFL, but he'll never do it.
0: I mean, you can. He could. He could be their best player, probably one of their better players, if he did it. Uh, Dill.
2: Oh, yeah, I folded. Yeah, I see that. April twenty nineteen, and the reason it folded or the the downfall before it even began. I looked up who the father was. And it's like a thirty year old TV producer who just makes like shows about TVs and directs shows, and wasn't serious about it in the first place. Um,
1: I would say that. Okay. um or Dyis there's there's no way that he he's gonna go uh he's obviously not playing in the NFL and like Trey said he's making enough money as is I don't think he needs to kill himself to try to play football again um if it were to happen I think it would happen in this league so the the most likely possible place that he would play football again would probably be this league um he won't but I don't think he will. He's going to ask too much money. To the point of the league being sustainable, I think there is reason to believe that a spring football, uh, excuse me, spring football league uh, can work because people love to watch football. Um, It's the same reason why, uh, you know, crappy baseball leagues still exist or, you know, in Albany right now, they have the indoor uh, lacrosse. It all comes down to how much money are you putting in, and how much money can you get out of it to keep it running. They only have eight teams, not a lot of that's not a lot of teams. I think there's going to be enough players to sustain it, and um, with viewership on national television, I think they might have enough money. Um, it all comes down to how much they're going to pay the players. If they pay the players too much, then there's no way. Um, if the players are willing to play for minimal amount of money, then I think it can be sustainable.
0: Yeah, people, I just think people, people like to, to watch. I think people like to watch good football. Like college football at the high level is, is great. There's a reason why D3 football games
2: aren't nationally televised. Like,
0: I, I just, I don't know. I think the product has to be there, but. Alright, who's next?
2: I'll go. Um
1: kinda like Trey's take. I'm talking quarterback, maybe going, maybe staying I'm talking Aaron Rodgers. Um aside from Brady, Aaron Rodgers is the other quarterback coming out of last week that has been touted as uh I don't know what the future brings, uh, type of uh, mentality. Um There's a lot of talks about a lot of different teams that they'd be willing to uh, um, trade for uh, Rodgers. Here's my thing with Rodgers. He's too pretentious and he's too ego-driven, I think, to follow in the shoes of anybody. I don't think he'll go to a team that was recently good. I don't think he'll go to a team that'll think that uh, he's going to be compared to... A quarterback who played just before him. Um, I think he would need to go to a shit team that's at least serviceable. That would give him a better chance to win as compared to Green Bay. Like if there's a team who has uh, a good enough roster, but not good enough to, you know, make that next leap. Um, but there isn't one of those teams. So I'm, Aaron Rodgers is going to stay in Green Bay and he's just going to do the same thing he did last year, uh, come back and stay for this year. After that year, I don't know if he's going to retire, but I don't see him going somewhere else um, to be in the shadow of somebody else's achievements. He, he needs to, like for him, he needs to stay in Green Bay and like prove himself, I think. Um, in order for him to, like, have the energy to even, like, perform.
0: All right, so I really don't know what to think about his situation because on one hand, I think he needs to get the hell out of there. I think they need to get rid of him. It's time to move on. It's not like he can't still play. It's just too much of a headache for, for not enough success. Um. He just ha- he's an all-time loser. We'll talk about him more later. Yes. If I were him, I'd want to get the hell out of there. Just get a fresh start. Go somewhere where you're not, you know, maybe the expectations aren't as high. Another guy I could see trying to get the, S- the San Francisco job. Um, I tend to think he's going. I think he's had enough of them, and I think they've had about enough of him. Um, they love to have the product he brings to the field. At the same time, is it worth it? listening to him complain about the organization every other day and you know just to get to the divisional round or the conference championship i think it'd be best for both if they parted ways and just started over um i think that uh green bay if he is to stay needs to just do some more to get more help around him i mean i don't know because he has receivers now like i don't know it's such a confusing thing and he's such a nutcase that who knows what he'll do but um, I would not be surprised at all, Dill, if he stays. And I don't know if he wouldn't leave because of an ego thing or just because he's built with a, t- he has a team that can win. Like this team should win and they just find ways to lose. It's unbelievable. Tucker. I mean, I think
3: this game's a lot on Aaron. That just happened. Like this is the first time that Aaron Rodgers lost and everyone's like, maybe it was his fault to get him out. They scored 10 points. The entire game he refused to throw to anyone besides Devonte adams and it cost him um it was clear from the get-go but um yeah in the years past you'd be like the defense sucks it's because of this because of that you have <laughs> a great run game you have a top three receiver in the nfl and your defense played great that game's on you so it's really one of those games that like there's no one else to blame um, but as for that, there's nowhere else to go, I do think there are other places that he could go and compete immediately. I think Denver honestly is up there as a team that could compete immediately
1: for a title.
3: But this um, is the thing.
1: He's not he won't go to Denver. He doesn't want to be in the Shadow of Peyton. He doesn't want to be I like if he wins a championship there that's all that's gonna talk about. I don't think he wants that. I think he I think he like hates that I don't think
2: Denver can be for a Super Bowl. I do not think that I think
3: so. I can't name you anybody
2: on that defense anymore. Fuck. You might be right there. John Miller has gone. Aaron's not going to, to Denver. I personally think he stays. Um, he's going to give it the, all right, we'll give this thing one more shot. But Devon, I think he got a point. Um, I don't think he wants to go somewhere. I'm a big division guy, right? So Denver, not only that, you got to play against Herbert, Mahomes twice a year. And then the Raiders are surprising sometimes. I think he's just a cold-weather dude that belongs in the snow in the north and playing the Vikings and the Lions and the Bears every week. And that's just Aaron Rodgers who he is. I could see him going to the Browns and Steelers maybe because I don't think –
0: I think the Steelers is perfect.
2: I think it is too. I I could see him there. I don't think he'd go to the Browns just because it's the Browns. Strictly, oh, I, I think that's he, what I mean. He's that type of guy. He won't go to the grounds. I don't he think he would, would go to the ceiling. He, he would, he no, would love I it
0: think. here. He would love New England.
2: No, one great.
0: asshole, don't another worry. asshole together as one for a year. I don't no. hate it. I don't hate it.
2: I think he stays. I think he stays or Pittsburgh. And I don't think there's maybe Indianapolis, but. That's a film. He's a big outdoor guy. Grow the beard, wear a turtleneck. She shouldn't. As we all know, we've done the math. Doesn't work. I like Pittsburgh. I like roo A. I don't like anywhere else.
0: All right, Tucker, you got a take for us? Yeah. Um, you know what? I have my first
3: ever curse take. I'm officially maybe doing a curse. Um I'm listening to the whole coaching hiring phase and specifically listening to the Raiders job, which I think it is preposterous that the Raiders job should be up for debate after how much that team loves him, how much he's done for that team. Rich Basickia deserves this job and there should be no debate. And my thoughts is is that if they do not hire Rich Vizicchia – I am officially cursing the Raiders, and they will come in last place in the NFC West.
2: Um, They'll go from a playoff team to the last place in yes, the West. Um, I Honestly, love it. They're, I mean, they're not going to get second. They're not going to get set first or second. So you're they got second this year. Gonna be... Yeah, but they're not going to. You're saying they're going to be worse than the Broncos. I'm saying they're going to – I think
3: that's not a crazy take. Right now, the Raiders are a I young think. team that uh, like they're not really losing anyone that I know of this year.
2: And to say the Raiders are going to be the worst of four teams to have the top five quarterbacks in the league, yeah. Out. But Justin,
3: I mean, the Chargers find ways to lose every single week.
0: I like this take, Tucker. I agree. I think the guys have bought in. Yeah, they're I think they're the, gonna lose to the AFC? What does that even mean?
2: They're gonna lose the they're gonna be last in the AFC, that's take. That is too much.
0: No, I think Tucker's take is fine. They're a playoff team. The rest of the teams around them are getting better outside of the Broncos. And if you're gonna win, you have to have a guy you can buy in for. I think that's a huge part of the team. I think like I said last week, I think part of the issue with the Patriots this year is they didn't buy in on defense because they didn't have a guy, like one guy. I think if you can have a guy that you can buy in with, like Rich, who pulled this team through just controversy after controversy, issue after issue, all the way to the playoffs, I mean, I think he's the only guy for the job, and I agree, Tucker. If this happens, they're going to be much worse next year. Dill?
3: Thank you. I appreciate that. At have someone a- on
1: my side. I mean, Cam doesn't disagree with the take. He just thinks it's soft, and, I, and I'm and i in his boat too.
0: I
2: don't think it's um, soft I, at all. I,
1: th- I think if you – anytime you lose a head coach, um, you know, I know this is a different case because it's like halfway through the season, but they have that chemistry with the co- with the head coach at the end of the year. Get rid of that. You have to build around a new guy. That team's just off the rip going to be not as good as they were the year before. Um and like Cam said, I don't. They're fighting for second and third, and dropping down the last place I think is not out of the realm of possibility. But I think it's a little bit of a soft take. Um, but
0: I would. Agree. They were a playoff team. How is it
3: soft? I'm saying a playoff team is going from making the playoffs being last in their division.
1: They barely the playoffs at all. And the okay. and the Broncos and that's and the Broncos team. can be can be better than a team with a new head coach. Yes.
0: But the Broncos are a team that's... The Broncos are horrible. Coach. Yeah, they'll have They're a new good. coach. They don't have a quarterback. Teddy
3: Bridgewater as their starting quarterback.
0: Yeah, I, the I don't think this is ago. Yeah, my ass. They're, he's All not right. that good.
2: Okay, here we go. I agree with your take. I 100% agree with your take. I think if they get a new head coach, they will be worse than they were this year. And yes, they will lose the afc a. West. I am saying... Off because there's only three other teams to compare it to. One doesn't count as a team because they're going to win. Two, the Chargers are getting better every year, and Justin Herbert is a freak, as we've seen. So you're saying they're going to be better than the Broncos? And they're they worse than the Probably. Broncos. I test. Yeah, sure. They were the fifth seed in the AFC this year. I test. They're the 14th best team in the league, arguably 15th. I would say that they are going to. I'll, I'll take it a step further with you for you if they don't rehire Rich. Boy, I got his number. Didn't text me back. But I'm sure he's busy writing notes. That's probably why um, I say that they are the worst worst record in the AFC. I'll say it for you. Right. Yeah, no, I just don't agree with that. though. Yeah, but that's not, it's not wasted enough. That's what he's saying. Fine, though. It's fine, dude. You get it for the dude. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, let's move on. Let's cover the games. Uh, Cincinnati, Tennessee. After all the games this weekend, this one kind of faded to the back of my mind. I think I only half watched it. Um, how this game end? This game ended on a kick. So, Burrow drove him down the field with how much time left?
2: I can explain.
0: Go ahead, Ken. Nope,
2: I can explain. What- yeah, so, really fun game. I was not for it. Let me just uh, tell you this. Who cool game. All right? Ooday. I'm a huge Bengals guy. Second favorite team in the league now. There were more Bengals there than Titans fans. I promise you that. That's when I knew it was going to be over uh, for the Titans. I was on a party. Almost all of the game. So, the only time I really got to watch it is when we passed a bar on the bus to have the game going on inside. I'm not even kidding. Luckily, as soon as we got off the bus, there were about two minutes left. And Hannah Hill did what is going to get his job gone. Throw a pick. Um, he threw a pick. He yep. threw a pick. Burrow got it back. Didn't have to go far. And then McPherson just said, um, mm-hmm. yo, it was crazy. We're going to the AFC Championship. Before he even kicked it 52 yards. Not an easy kick. It was cold there. Not too windy. But I believe he kicked on the left. And he was like, yo, I'm trying to go to the AFC Championship. like, yeah, he like, I got you, Sam. And then he came to a great game. Loved it. Loved the Bengals. Team of destiny. Not
0: big Yeah. Um, that's all I got. I mean, big mistake from Tannehill. Nevin McPherson, Gators legend. Um, but I'm very happy that the the Bengals are going to the AFC Championship. I think everybody
2: will be rooting for them, but we'll get into that.
0: Dylan and Tucker, you got um, anything on this game?
2: I, I, uh, Tannehill had like four picks, right?
0: No. Did he? No. He
1: had like two. Three. three? Yeah, it's three. T- Tannehill looks like trash. Um, and they just didn't run the ball as aggressively as I felt like they should have.
0: You know, I, I knew that they weren't going to do that. I knew that he wasn't going to be 100%. Oh,
2: Henry was going down. You could have flicked him and he would have went down. He was going down early. Um, was not looking good. Truthfully, I was a better team there, Probably. Um, but with a not 100% Derrick Henry and Tannehill making mistakes, Bengals took advantage, Joe Burrow, for it. precedent.
1: Yeah, and I didn't even think the Bengals played too too well. Um, they they just took the opportunities that were given to them. I mean, the, the, the Titans gave this game away, essentially, um, throughout the course of the game. Um, they'd be drived in, and then there would be an interception. Uh, and it, it was just like... Every time they were in field goal range, three points were taken off the board because of some sort of turnover. And it was just they couldn't come back from it. Um, and, and, the, and the Bengals had enough run game in order to, to keep the clock moving uh, for most of the game. So, yeah, tough game for the for the Titans I had them winning. But uh, go Bengals, yeah.
0: Tucker, anything on this game?
1: I honestly didn't get to watch too much of this game.
3: But I will say one thing. This was a different level of football than the Chiefs Bills game. Like, this was a fun game. Like, I watched bits and pieces of this. This game was fun. It was competitive. It didn't feel like they were playing the same game. No. It really didn't. It was like another level of football in the other game. But uh, I think both these teams are. I mean, I think the Bengals have a really good future ahead of them based off of this game. I think they play well, and they're good under pressure is what's important. Uh, which is huge for like a really young team to already be like that, honed
0: under pressure. All right, let's move on to the second game. Um, San Francisco at Green Bay. We talked a lot about Rodgers. I uh, will just say once more for the record, he is an all-time loser. Just a loser. So, anyone still, like, I saw some tweets about, like, oh, finally the Brady-Rogers debate is put to rest. That was put to rest, like, 10 years ago. Like, he's just an all-time loser. I hope he leaves. I really do. Um, I want to talk about the other quarterback, though. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo is a Winner. All he does is go out and win football games. Doesn't have to be pretty. Doesn't have to have huge stat line. Nope. Just goes out, wins football games. Put the ball in his hand. Let him take his time. Let him hand it off. Let him check down. You're going to win. He's a winner. I love him to death. I'm a Niners all the way. I want the Niners to win the bowl. Just so Jimmy G can be like, hey, screw you, San Fran. Good luck with your... Division three quarterback, goodbye. I'm going to go get the bag. Um, I love Jimmy G. I love the Niners. Uh, Obviously, um, another one that ended in a kick um, late in the game. But I don't know. I just can't believe this guy wins as much as he does and gets the flack that he does. But go Niners.
3: Um, I'm going to jump right in here. Trey, I will tell you why he gets the flack that he does. He doesn't play particularly well in these games.
0: Yeah, but he wins, Tucker. You're right. frozen. So
2: okay, I'll jump in then. What I hate hearing, and look, Jimmy Jimmy G wins. I am not discard, discrediting him there, dude. It was crazy wins. Um, what I hated seeing was everybody comparing this Niners team to, to the Giants in 07 Um, if you look at the stat lines, Eli Manning in the playoffs. Everyone says, oh, his defense carried him. So, the, through the regular season, sure. Eli Manning in the playoffs is a man you did not want to do this. And you guys can attest to that. It was not just the defense. It was Eli Manning putting up numbers and winning games. So, Jimmy G wins, and then is on the rest of his team. And he doesn't make mistakes, which is okay. Or at least game changing mistakes. Um, but Eli Manning, don't, don't put some – don't put, you know – no
0: shame about his name. What How's that saying, go? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you're trying <laughs> to <that>? say. <laughs> um, Go ahead, Chuck. So, yeah,
3: six offensive points. Yeah, do you want to know his playoff record in games where he
0: – You froze again. Man, he's gone again. God will not let you talk about Jimmy G. He's a winner. <laughs> he keeps winning.
3: <laughs> it's 3-0. You know, when he doesn't score a touchdown, in game, he's not he's not a certified winner. He just plays on really good teams.
0: But and how come like
3: then? up the good quarterback because their team because the team won the majority of game. But how come he, then? So, when no, no, he's pretty privileged. He's pretty privileged. Pretty people have it easy in life, and you guys love him because he's pretty. Jimmy Garoppolo. Counterpoint. guess like Six out of ten. Jimmy Garoppolo. Look me in the eyes. If Jimmy Grappolo is a six out of ten, would you be praising him right now?
0: Yes, he's a winner. He wins football no, games.
3: No, he would not.
0: He wins football games. Let me counter I
3: with. He football games. I don't hear you dick riding him. Who? If it was Lamar, would you be? Would you be hyping him up like this? Yeah. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Your tone, man. Let oh, me. Yeah. Let me counter.
0: <laughs> let me counter with why. <laughs> If he gets carried, why, when he gets hurt, does the team fall apart, just become terrible? Why does that happen? Because have you seen his backups? Okay. Here's some
3: of the worst backups in the NFL. Okay,
0: so if he's he's a bad quarterback, if he's he's a bad quarterback and he plays and this team goes to the NFC Championship, like two out of the three years he's had healthy years, but... He's a bad quarterback, so the bad quarterback gets hurt, and a terrible quarterback comes in, and they can't win a game. What happened? How does that he work? He's a
3: game manager, but I'm that's gonna fine. I don't want that's a game fine. Manager out of my tenth year quarterback.
0: Oh, I do. I want. I 10th want a game manager.
3: Quarterback, Trey. Trey. Okay. Now, Mac Jones right is going to be a game manager. No. Let me let me ask you this question, Trey. Right now, I say, hey, Jimmy Garoppolo can be yours, but you got to throw a bag at him. Bag. I'm talking thirty-five million dollars a year, bag. You're saying yes? Give me Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah,
0: why not? <laughs>
3: oh, you're a liar. You're
0: a liar. Uh, anybody else got anything else on this game, Dylan? You you haven't really touched on it. Um, outside yeah, of your Rogers take, just,
1: this, this is just a testament to Green Bay choke job. Uh. Turtleneck curse. I mean, yeah, it's finest. You run down the field. Uh, it might have been the first possession. I don't remember, but it was first quarter. Score a touchdown, easy money. Marshon down the field, and then you just don't do anything afterwards.
2: You have a field goal. Um,
1: absolutely bananas. Uh, that, that the Packers weren't able to win this game. Um, but again, that's testament to the 49ers and them staying in there and Jimmy G doing what it takes to, to get a W. I doing
2: mean, what I, it takes.
1: I, I, I'm a big, like, I mean, you, you win the game. I mean, you win the game. So, I mean, you can't really, I I, I don't see the hate just because his teams find ways to win games. I mean, you can hate on the guy for having that terrible, was it Super Bowl 53 or whatever it was?
0: 54.
1: Um, so... But he's a I mean, he, didn't win. he didn't win the Super Bowl once. Like, obviously, it wasn't a great game for him, but all of the arguments for him being win this year is basically based on that one game, and then his mediocre performances not... outside of which in the playoffs where he still wins the game. So I don't. Winner. I'm not, I, I, so I'm, I'm going to say uh, kudos to the 49ers and Jimmy G getting the win, but this is more of a
0: of a turtleneck curse coming to fruition for the for the Packers. You just had two polar opposites. You have Aaron Rodgers, all time loser. Jimmy Garoppolo, all time winner. Greek god. All right, <laughs> we'll move on it's to the just next. Just because he's pretty. It's just because he's pretty, <laughs>
3: and he wins he football games. He man, wins he football games. Doing games, he hasn't scored a touchdown. His his this career man, record we is like 37-15. in the world. His career record is like thirty seven fifteen. Yeah, I, I genuinely don't think he has a, a job in the NFL if he didn't look the way he did. Well, Nick Mullins, though, Nick Mullins couldn't win those games, though. Yep. He played two games as a quarterback for the Patriots and then got a contract with the got, – got traded for, like, a second-round pick, and everyone was like, that's not enough for Jimmy G. And then he goes there. He has five games. He goes 5-0. So and 0. Five of them against,
0: He played against backups in three of them. Gets hurt comes back, goes to the Super Bowl, gets hurt, comes back, goes to the Super Bowl. I mean, Oh, let's not... Oh, did we
3: not mention the fact that he's the most injury-prone quarterback in the NFL?
0: That's just one downside. I'll like, tell, I'm I give you that.
3: hater, but everyone pretending like he's now an elite quarterback makes me want to wring someone's throat.
0: He's a stud. All right, let's move on. Rams box this game was unbelievable. I don't know what it is about Tom Brady It's the the Tom Brady point theory, I swear to you. The sheer presence of Tom Brady causes teams to pee down their leg and give away points. The Rams had this game in control, like I said last week, even though I didn't pick them. Bad matchup. They matched up well with everything Tampa was trying to do. And Tampa goes down. What do they do? Go into the halftime, come out, rip-roaring and ready. The, the Rams start puking all over themselves. Cam Akers fumbles, unacceptable fumble, one of the worst fumbles I've ever seen in a game. You cannot fumble there. Brady does it. Brady does it. He essentially did it. He came back in the game. He was down by a hundred. It was the second largest comeback. Um, second largest comeback since like so. Number one is twenty to three, and then this game, um, and then. Bruce Arians happened, and they threw the ball down the field, Cooper Cup, and kicked the field goal to win the game, which I was ecstatic about. Let me tell you. I was watching this game. I was in pain watching Tom Brady come back because I knew. As soon as they scored, I knew. I was like, they're going to come back. It's inevitable. They're going to come back. And then the Rams just shut down. I really don't understand it. It makes me worry about the Rams, but I do know it's just Brady's magic. But thank God the Rams are done. Brady might want out. Please, please retire, Tom. Just give up. You've proven it all. Just retire. But uh, happy the Rams finally stopped them. Couldn't do two years straight of it. Uh, Cam, what do you got?
2: Yeah, the Tom Brady factor is is, is something else. Um, I don't know if it's a point differential thing, but it's a scare tactic. If he's on the sideline, you're shorting a 47-yard kick. Um, in Tampa Bay, where it's nice out. You're gonna short that kick because your leg's shaking because you look over at number twelve is eyeing you down Bleeding. and telling you that he's gonna eat your shoulder. So um guess yeah, yeah. That's really all I got. I I was back and forth in the chat. I was like, Well, we've seen this one before and then I was like, not nah, never mind, it's over oh no, never mind. And the next game is obviously gonna be crazier. But that's all I got. Dylan. Um
1: again, just another one of those things Bucks were down at twenty seven to three. And you're like, Well, they're still in it.
2: <laughs> Which is ridiculous to say, but it, it's true.
1: Um yeah, uh, a, a fumble a fumble by cup too. Um it was first of the year. Botch snap. Uh, um botch snap, yeah. And the was was this the game where the botch snap was right after another Brady interception? It was like the next play.
0: I think so, yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. So Brady well, threw. So like Brady threw a prick. You're like, oh, okay. They finally lost their momentum. They're down by 14, and the Rams have the ball. Like the about the fifteen. Like, all right, they're gonna get 15 yards. Hopefully, kick a field goal. I'll go up three scores. It's over. And then Tom Brady wills the ball past, <laughs> past uh, Stafford's head. Had no idea what's going on. I didn't use the. On the he's ball a Jedi he, re- to, he really he is, is a Jedi back to the 20 yard line <laughs> they scored a touchdown Um, just a wild game the funny thing the, well, not funny but um, they were the Bucks came out at halftime they were down and Brady tries beating the ball to Grok like three times in a row wasn't working you're like alright the connection there is not there Grok's done this, this there's no way this is happening again Sure enough, it happened again, but uh, Rams stick it out miraculously against all odds and win the game on a kick. It was a fabulous game.
0: Tucker?
3: Um, yeah. This game was incredible in the fact that it felt like at one point that neither team wanted to win, but both teams were also somewhat playing well. At all at the same time because it was just ridiculous situation. After there was back to back fumble on um, back to back plays, but that rarely happens. and It almost never happens in the playoffs. Everything about this game almost felt like like a Jaguars Lions type game near the end, where it was just ridiculousness. It just felt like no one was really coaching. They were just kind of playing backyard football and no one was really doing it. But, yeah, I think the whole Tom Brady factor had a huge part in it. I even said in the chat, like, Tom Brady wins this
0: game. You said it early. You said it when I wasn't on board. Still, You said it like... Yeah, like, it
3: was like 27-6. I had the Rams money line as a bet. And I immediately was like, yeah, no, I lost this bet. I immediately believed that I lost it. But, uh... Yeah,
0: it, it... Tom just didn't play that great down the stretch is the problem. I don't think that's I the mean, problem. They, they tied the game and then <laughs> the rings. I feel like they should have won it. He did enough to win. It's not his fault.
3: He did not because they lost.
0: Yeah. He didn't play a good first half. No, I the, mean, first, half the first, half. first half
3: was miserable. first
0: half was miserable. And understand. then
3: he had more, did he have one or two fumbles.
0: He had a pick. And I don't know about fumble. One. I don't know. He got yeah, sacked a so ton. He, he got sacked a ton because the line is injured because Bruce Arians is an idiot. End of story. Bruce Arians' fault. I think this game's hundred percent of Bruce Arians. But Alright, let's move on to the unbelievable finish to the weekend. Buffalo, Kansas City. Not much to talk about going until this two minute warning. Obviously it was back and forth all game. Excellent game. No defense um to be played in the fourth quarter and overtime but 2 minutes left buffalo or kansas city scores takes the lead buffalo drives down in a minute takes the lead kansas city drives down with 13 seconds left ties it up overtime coin flip whoever wins it wins the game kansas city wins it goes right down the field and scores my mind instantly went to the 2018 AFC Championship, where everybody cried in Kansas City because they didn't get the point, the coin toss. Well, it turns out, maybe it can benefit you too. Um, so obviously, this was the most insane game of the year. Coming off it, I, 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 as a Patriots fan, I think we're screwed. I think there is no way that we can beat these guys. And you've got three of them, or you got three of them this weekend. You saw Burrow this weekend lead, you know, help lead uh, his team to a win. And you got Mahomes and Allen just putting on an absolute clinic of quarterbacking, not to mention Herbert, who's waiting in the wings. Um, It makes me scared as a Patriots fan, but boy, this was one of the coolest games I've ever watched. Just two guys just dueling. You knew everybody was going to score. Someone, when we were watching, was jokingly said 13 seconds is too much time. Turns out it is. Too much time for Mahomes. He's unbelievable. I hate his family. Go Bengals. But just the craziest game I've ever seen. Cam?
2: I was out of play for this game. I watched the first half. Um, so I was a little I was a little uh, upset. But just going back to the coin toss thing, Kansas City actually, back after that game, they did put in a bid to the NFL. Like the Chiefs did, not the Packers. They put in a bid to the NFL um, about changing the overtime rules back then. Um, and I know Josh Allen was very humble about it after the game. Said, look, you can't complain about it. Everyone knows the rules. We'd be celebrating if we were in that position, too. Great guy. Involved. After the QB talk, we got a, another generation. It started off with the, the Elway, Marino, Montana, Steve Young, Aikman days that we had Brady Breeze, Manning Rogers, Burger, River. Now we're going to have this
0: new group, and I am excited for it. The game is uh, changing, boys. Yeah, it's not good. Not good for teams like New England, because I don't think Max that guy. I don't think he can be that guy. I think he can be a solid pocket passer, maybe even an elite pocket passer, but he's not that guy. Uh, Dill, what do you think of this one?
1: yeah absolutely wild game i mean um i just i don't understand how teams can just let up that many points that quickly in ends of games like why doesn't that just happen like during the game normally
0: defense like, got gassed
1: like whether the defense gets gassed or not it's i don't know it's just like all the things have to fall in line for that type of, like for that play to just keep happening. Like guys just getting open, people falling down, uh, just burning, you know, the defense, which is protecting against uh, downfield threats. Like it just, I don't know. It just, those types of plays just seem to happen in big games down the stretch, Um, but not to this level where there's like three or four, three, four scores within two minutes or something. It was nuts. Um, this goes down as probably this is my like, second best game of football I've ever watched outside of the Pats comeback in 2018 or 17,
3: whatever it was. Talk. Um, yeah, this game was downright incredible. But I want to touch on Trey's, like, this is bad for the Pats thing because two factors you forget about contracts. These guys are on rookie contracts right now. In a couple of years, they'll be off rookie
0: contracts, and do you know what that means? The team gets worse. Huge paydays. Except and for the Chiefs. The Chiefs, spent, the Chiefs spent half a billion, and they still got all their guys.
3: I'm just saying that like, you cannot count it as in, like, oh, well, they're going to be this good forever. I don't think so. Number two, I don't see why we're like, Mac can't be that guy. There is nothing that Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, possessed in his rookie year that Mac Jones isn't currently possessed. I
0: Would guess that's agree? true. Yeah, I agree. But his, I, I think Tom had better arm strength his rookie year. I think Mac just doesn't have that arm strength.
3: I mean, he never was like known as an arm strength guy. No, but his, like his, his, short,
0: throws, his short throws had zip. Some of Mac's don't. They sit up in the air a little too long.
3: But my whole point is, is that everyone thinks that to be, like, the next great quarterback, you either need to have, like, the, you know, a crazy arm or crazy mobility or throwing at crazy angles and all that. Tom Brady possesses none of those abilities, and he's the greatest quarterback to ever play the position. So I'm just, this whole idea of, like, this was awesome. This was an awesome game, but I don't think this screws over any team because I still think it's a team sport. At the end of the day, like one guy can't make a team.
0: Do you not worry about having Josh Allen in our division for the next 15 years?
3: Of course I worry about it, but I don't think that the Patriots are screwed because of Josh
0: Allen. I think it's going to be very (laughs) hard. There's 22 guys on the field. I think it's going to be very hard to beat him consistently and get to the playoffs consistently. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I've been wrong before um all right let's move on to our picks um so only two games to pick obviously which is nice Cincinnati Kansas City um I gotta make up points here I wanna pick Cincinnati but I think Kansas City is gonna smoke them um I'm rooting for Cincinnati obviously Kansas City I want Mahome's wife and brother to cry um they're they're terrible people but Kansas City is a better team. You saw it last weekend. Uh, so Kansas City, Kansas City wins here. I'm taking a point. I know you guys will all probably pick Kansas City as well, but you know I, I need a
2: point. Uh, Cam, um, I have a question. Remember you said we get five points for getting like the, the Super Bowl and the winner, correct? Is that from our original guesses? It's
0: from our origi- from our for our preseason picks. Do we know what those are? Yes, I, I have Chief them written Rams. down. I think Tucker and Cam are Chiefs Rams.
2: I'm Chiefs That's Rams. Going, I'm going Bengals, obviously. Can't lose. It's the can't lose parlay that I literally cannot lose. I'm going Bengals, and I'm going. Um, it's going to be a defensive battle. Bengals are going to have to stop them. 31
0: um, uh, 30. I'm going 42 21. Um, Dylan.
1: Um, which game? Sorry, I was looking something up.
0: Cincinnati, Kansas City.
1: Kansas City wins this one, uh, pretty easily. Uh, they're winning, uh, twenty eight to ten. Tucker. Um, I have the Chiefs by a lot.
3: As I said earlier, there he played two different levels of football this weekend and the chiefs and bills are on a different level at the bengals the chiefs and bills game was the afc championship game uh maybe it was the super bowl
0: i think it was the um, super bowl
3: but yeah so i got the chiefs 42 to 20 um, i love the bengals too just don't think they're at that level yet
0: um By the way, before we we do our last game here, the scores currently stand at Cam in first place with 17, Tucker in second with 15 and a half, myself in third with 15. I've had a rough stretch. And Dylan in last with 14 and a half. So, um, all right. Last game, San Francisco at LA. Let me just ask you guys a question. What does Jimmy G do? Jimmy G wins. Jimmy G owns the Rams also. They've beaten them how many times straight now? Does anyone know off the top of their head? Six. Like a hundred. Yeah, six is like a hundred in the NFL. San Francisco has the Rams numbered. Stafford's magic runs out. They learn how to cover Cooper Cup. And Jimmy G goes back to his second Super Bowl. He's a winner. San Francisco wins a a close one here. I'll go 17-10. San Francisco, going back to the bowl. Jimmy G, winner. Cam?
2: Um, Rams, 34-6. to six. It's not even going to be close. Um, you can't just learn how to guard Cooper Cup. Yeah, you can. The Rams have, the Rams have every every piece. Um, and the biggest thing is they, they get up early and they start to come back. They start to let up comebacks. They've done it to the Niners, actually. They don't do it this time. They're playing in their home stadium. They're going to go to their home stadium this week, and then they're going to go to the Super Bowl next week, or two weeks, 34-6. Uh, to six. Dylan? Uh, yeah, Trey, I think this is where Jimmy G's
1: luck runs out this season. I think Jimmy G plays a fabulous game. Uh, his hate starts to turn around because he uh, he's going to actually perform well, but it's not going to be enough. And the Rams are just too good of a team and they win this one, uh, 28 to 21, no, 28 to 28 to 19.
0: There it is. Tucker.
3: Uh, Yeah, this game's not, I think this game's going to be the Rams through and through. um, I mean, without those turnovers, those four fumbles, that game is a blowout. They fumbled the ball on the one-yard line, you know? Like, they had all these bad luck in that game, and they still beat the uh, Bucks. And then on the other hand, the 49ers couldn't score a touchdown. So I don't believe in this team really as much offensively. And I have the uh, Rams 27, 17.
1: Um, also, one other thing I forgot to mention about the Bucks Rams game: uh, Stafford was having issues throughout the game with his helmet. Um, so, cheating gonna, uh, helmet gate, uh, Brady <laughs> bring a helmet gate down to. Neville.
0: I think real realistically, Dylan, that Stafford is one of the worst quarterbacks at getting his team to the line and set. I think he just is terrible at it. He's done it his whole career. Um, all right. One last thing before we hit list, guys. I know we're going long, but it is playoffs. Um, David Ortiz, elected to the Hall of Fame, first ballot. Uh, Only guy let in, so Bonds is done, locked out. Uh, Clements, locked out. Schilling, locked out. Um, Just your reaction. I mean, mine, David Ortiz, my favorite Red Sox of all time. I don't think that's a hot take to make. Um, I think he was the most important uh, athlete in Boston for a period of time, especially around 2013. You know, uh, we said this before, but like when you think about Boston sports, you think about certain guys like Brady and Ortiz and, um, you know, Larry Bird. And from my lifetime, nobody has been more ingratiated in Boston than David Ortiz. He became a Bostonian. He, you know, was kind of with the people, obviously he had a great career. I was worried he was going to not get in. And then as things kind of progressed this past year, I thought, OK, he'll get in, maybe not first ballot. And to get in first ballot is huge. I think there's no saying no questioning that he is, you know, the best, def- uh, the best DH of all time. Um, so happy that he's there. First ballot. I think you he, think he's de- it's deserved. Um, not just from his his job on the field, but what he did off of it as well. Um, So uh, I think he's the most important Red Sox in history, and I don't think that's a light thing to say. Uh, Dill?
1: Yeah. um, Basically the same thing about Ortiz. Um, Just a tremendous player for the Sox over the years, 20-year career. Absolutely gross. Um, The biggest thing with the Hall of Fame – you can call it stuck up, the writers they being are. all <laughs> being all point dextery and suit and tie y uh, which they are, yes. Um, but the one thing for me about baseball um, is that uh, it's America's pastime. It is a little it's it's a gritty game, um, but there is so much emphasis on respect for the game and uh, integrity to the game. And the writers pay a lot of, or, or uh, they weigh those two factors a lot in when you people, which I don't think is so much of a bad thing. Um, if you wanted the hall of, you can argue if you want the hall of fame to be just stat driven, um, which is um, obviously very reasonable. Like, are you the best <laughs> best at the game? You should probably make it in, which Barry Bonds did not make it in, but he's probably the best hitter to ever play baseball. Um, uh, but Ortiz, Ortiz got extra votes for the his camaraderie, uh, you know, outside of the game, but being part of it, the the stuff he did for the city of Boston. Um, the, the the weird thing is the steroids thing, obviously with Bonds. Um, he tested positive for like three substances one time. The league didn't institute testing until 2003.
0: He was although, on steroids. He was on steroids.
1: Although st- yeah, although steroids were um, illegal in 1991 or banned in 1991. Um, but, you know, everybody used steroids at that time. And we, we've talked about this before. But um, what did Barry Bonds do? You know, oh as a teammate, as a, you know, all, all the other things that make you into like a, like an upstanding player as well. Um, I don't, you know, there's none of that from him. So that coupled with his, you know, obvious steroid use is, uh, is what not, he's, he's not going to make it in because of that. And, and the thing is, is if they brought him in, it opens the door for everybody afterwards, which they don't want to do that either. So I'm not surprised he didn't make it, although I was rooting for it.
0: Uh Tucker, what do you think of the Hall of Fame and Ortiz getting on?
3: Uh very happy Ortiz mate got in. Much deserved. Love to hear it. As for the whole thing, baseball writers are dumb, pretentious nerds that believe that they're more important than they actually are, and that's and it just kills the whole thing. The fact that Barry Bonds, the greatest Probably, I'm going to say the greatest baseball player of all time isn't in the Hall of Fame because of steroids is ridiculous. It's absolutely absurd. He had 524 home runs still, he said, before he even got indicted, before they even got accused of anything. Which is already, he already had a Hall of Fame career before he even got accused
1: of anything. Well, it's suspected. Decided. I mean, he, te- he did test positive whenever I forget what year it was, but I mean, he obviously was using steroids. But so was just look half, at his hat size of the of the yeah. league. Um, but it, it always brings it back to like year 2000. They're like the suspected time based on affidavits and memos and and this was in this was a whole thing in Congress. They had hearings about it and everything. Um, you know, it, it 2000 was like. It was like anything before two thousand is basically suspected as not using steroids, in quotes, right? Um, And he had over five hundred home runs.
3: I mean, who cares? He's the greatest hitter of all goddamn time. Just put him in the Hall of Fame. He deserves it. He's the best of what he's done ever. It's not even close. He like leads slugging percentage. Like I saw, like the uh, Mike Trout's great best year hitting. Yeah, this is a slugging percentage, and that showed Barry Bonds average for 10 years, and it was yes, higher. Gross. Yeah, gross. it's he, plays, he played a different level of baseball than anyone yes. played. There's no reason why he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Fuck you, MLB writers. The, the, I the, the, the
1: biggest thing for me about the hate for Barry Bonds is the last thing I'll say is that he may not be in the Hall of Fame for the things that have happened because of the steroids era, whatever you can say what you want about it. The league and anybody who broadcasts the league, anybody who's on any talk show ever, never, ever, ever do they ever talk about Barry Bonds, uh, like his his approach at the plate, how good of a player, how dynamic a player is. They don't talk about, they don't, you, you don't hear coaches say, oh, this is how Bonds used to hit. This is how Bonds, like nobody ever talks about it. But if you actually go and watch highlights and watch him like just take at bats, the dude was an absolute uh, mastermind chess player at the plate. It was it, it's really unbelievable, and I wish people would appreciate what he was able to do, even with the steroids and playing in that era era with everybody else. I mean, they they don't do that to Arod, and Arod's like the worst person of all time. He's literally on ESPN. Uh, proven with steroids was it was he went to Congress and, and went in front of people. He's not making it in, into the Hall of Fame. He's not going to get votes to get in the Hall of Fame, and but people still talk about him a lot. Like people just alienate Bonds from baseball history, which is which is what I'm more frustrated about,
0: uh, and I don't think that's going to change. Cam, your thoughts on the Hall of Fame? Uh,
2: bonds getting left out
0: and Ortiz.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't have much to say. Um, Big Poppy. Didn't like him <laughs> growing up just because he's on the other team, but a lot of respect for him. Um generally good guy. He's done a lot for the city of Boston, coming from the Dominican Republic. So I actually really like David Ortiz. Props to him. Um well deserving in my opinion. big Bonds, probably more deserving. Pretty ridiculous. I just sent you guys a tweet that said, uh Pete P- Rose, most hits of all time. Very far.
0: Most of all time. Robbie Clavis, most of all time. None of them. Did so, hey, Pete Rose, I understand. I don't. I hate it. You draw the line at, at gambling because you do it, but...
3: It's gambling against your own team? Yeah, he, I draw no, the line there. No, no, no. no he, he didn't. He gambled for his team. He
0: gambled for First, his team.
3: There are multiple people that say that he gambled against and for Way, the guy I that really said to his bet his bookie
2: said that he gambled against his team. Look, I either way, I think that Piro should be in just because even if he was gambling on on or against, he was still playing. I don't think there's any proof that he was throwing games. He was gambling. He was betting. Maybe he thought, you know, okay, we're injured this week. We didn't have a good week of practice. I'm gonna still go play my heart out. Maybe I win a few extra bucks. Just wanted to have fun. Um, But nonetheless, I think Barry should be in For all the reasons you said, that's all I got um,
0: I just think The guys that turn in with ballots With one vote or no votes They shouldn't be allowed There should be a minimum You should have a minimum of three players you have to pick It's just so dumb That one guy can vote for one guy And put in his ballot or leave an empty ballot And put it in You shouldn't have the right to vote after that It's so stupid they, no, you should lose the right to vote. You're right. Quick. No, Tucker, there's you're there's right. The... These, they are incredibly entitled, like, high-horsed. They're just a-holes. All right, let's get to our list, guys. Much anticipated backup quarterbacks. We did this week two of Wasted Takes, episode two, and we're going to revisit it now. Um, I have a list. I'm not—I don't know— I, I don't know how I feel about it, but we're going to give it a go anyways. Uh, First, I want to shout out honorable mentions. Gardner Minshew, I think he has a little bit of something. Um, He came into that Eagles game this year, won won a game, uh, was so amped up, beat the Jets, was so amped up, uh, hugging his dad afterwards. I think he's got a little something to him. I think he's not done. I think he should should get a shot somewhere. Next guy is Jacoby Brissett. Brissett seems like he gets in a lot um, wherever he goes. Um, and he's not very good, but I, he's played well in circumstances. He did it in new England. He played well for the Colts for a little bit. Um, and you know, he was not great this year for Miami, but I don't know. He's just an all time backup. My number five is going to be Joe Flacco. Uh, Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl, of course, you know, he's on the other side of the hill, but he can come in and he can maybe get it done. I don't know if he got a chance to play this year. He did. He sucked. Okay, well, you know, maybe he's over that hill. That's why he's at number five for me. Um, but he kept the Jets in some games when they were miserable and then was told to throw picks to to tank their team. Um, so I'm going Joe Flacco, number five. Tucker?
3: Uh, number five, I have my boy Taysom Hill. Uh gotta put him on this list. Jack of all trades, master of none. Apparently one of those things he's not a master of yet is quarterbacking. But you know what? Awesome to watch. Fun guy. He can win you a game here and there. Not not starter quality probably. Um but top five back up one hundred percent.
0: Dylan. Um
1: Number five for me I'm going Gardner Middleton. Um I think he's he's a kind of a wildcat guy, not in the sense that they run the wildcat, just the sense that I, that word comes to me when I look at him. Um, but he has had some success initially, and then was just extremely mediocre. Um, but he's just got that he's just got that factor to him. I think you put him on a team that's pretty crappy, and they probably win more games with him than without. Him. So. I'm going
2: Gardner for five. Uh, Kemp. My number five is going to be homeboy Colt McCoy. Now, I love Colt McCoy. I think he's a very serviceable backup. I mentioned earlier this year that he's going to have a starting job next year. A little bit biased towards why he's on my list, since he's at number five. Um, But he did beat the Seahawks with the Giants last year on a bad team. He won, I think, every game he played with the Cardinals this year. Or maybe lost to, like, Packers. Um, But he's serviceable. He's really smart. He's a good guy to have as a backup. Um, Yeah, that's it for Colt.
0: Yeah, my number four is Colt McCoy. I agree with everything Cam said. Smart guy. All-time backup. He feels like he's been a backup for like half the teams in the league at this point. I remember when he was on the Browns. Um, Yeah, just a guy that can come in and get the job done. Maybe not for more, uh, more than a stretch of two games, but He's certainly a guy I wouldn't mind having uh, as the insurance plan uh, in case of a minor injury. Don't know if I'd want him full year, but he, uh, he can get it done when, when the, the, you know, when lightning strikes, when the the time is right, he can get it done. Cole McCoy is my number four. Uh, Who was next? Duggar.
3: Yeah. uh, Number four, I have Gardner Minshew. Electric personality guy deserves another shot in the NFL. Played well when he came in. I mean, he had an almost perfect game, the one game he played with the Eagles this year. Um, so, yeah, the guy deserves another shot in the NFL. Definitely a top-five guy and probably sh- should maybe get a chance to fight for a starting
1: job. Dylan? Um,
0: number four, I'm going uh,
1: big thighs, is Jacoby Brissett. Um, Brissett is... Relatively, I mean, he's what? He's played like five, six years. Um, he's been an off and on kind of starter. Uh, he started the one year in, uh, in Indianapolis, played like 13 games because that was the year that, um, luck left. Um, did not do well. It was like four and 11. Um, that was his first time ever playing, uh, consistently and really the only time where he had a consistent season, uh, of, of always playing. Um, that was a new program. I think it was only like his second year in the league or third year in the league, um, second year playing a game. And, uh, he's been on a crap, crap team since he was on Miami this year, played five games, went two and three, um, when they were, uh, not doing too hot in general. I think if you put him on a team that was halfway decent, uh, with certain weapons around him and played with his play style, uh, he would be serviceable. So I put him at number four.
2: Cam? i uh, get some slack from Tucker here, but I'm going to uh, Mitch Trubisky, number four. He's decent. Uh, he's, he's, he's won some games. Um, at the end of the day, he's not the guy I want starting out there. I don't think he's a backup. I do deserve. Cert- think he deserves another shot in the league um and maybe he was in a bad situation but I, I don't know i've never been a big mitch guy he had a really good defense in in uh chicago he had some wet weapons unlike he had uh, unlike justin fields had this year so i don't know i think he's he's a little overrated but he does deserve a shot um so he's number four
0: all right my number three I hate to do it. It's going to be Nick Foles. Nick Foles is the ultimate backup. Come in for a stretch of games. Get it done. Get out before, the, before things get bad. He gets in. Is there an avalanche going on? He gets in. Wins games. Sits back down. Gets a contract somewhere. Turns out he's actually not good. Gets the backup job. Comes in. Wins games. Um this was the first year that he played. Did he play he didn't play a lot, but I think he played some this year. Maybe a game he or again. two. Um I don't think he won, but he did win. Oh okay, well there you go. Um he's just the ultimate guy. He is the backup quarterback that won a Super Bowl and not only won it, but played pretty damn well during the run. So uh I'm going with Nick Foles at my number three. Tucker.
2: Uh,
3: My number three, I have Case Keenum here. Case Keenum was a playoff quarterback and then just lost his job and just became a backup. No one talked about it. No one was like, where would Case Keenum go? Nope, just became a backup. But uh, he's a very good backup, and I think he can always win games wherever he goes. So yeah, I got Case Keenum here. He's kind of just—he's like the Kirk Cousins of backups, I'd say. He just wins. Like he'll win a game for you. Like he played well when he was out there, but he just doesn't have any like pizzazz
1: to him. So no one ever really remembers him. Uh, Dylan. Uh, number three for me. I'm going M and M. Marcus Mariota. Uh, Mark. Uh, Mariota was a starter for. Um, had f- four years in Tennessee. I think his fifth year, he either got hurt or something, but, uh, for three out of four complete seasons, he had winning records. Um, then just kind of dropped off the face of the planet. Um, he's on the Raiders now. Uh, this man has a 63% completion pre- percentage, um, positive. Uh, touchdown-interception ratio by a hefty amount, almost two. Uh, and, you know, he's a guy that, you know, half the league would like as a starter. So i have taken in Mariota um, any day.
0: Cameron. I
2: really like the Mariota pick. I left him off my list, I'm not going to lie. The guy you can't leave off the list, Nick Foles, trade, spot on. I mean, the dude won a Super Bowl. He was a backup quarterback that year. He literally was. Like, he wasn't supposed to start that season. They would not have he done good, well though. if he started the whole year, though.
0: He is a backup.
2: <laughs> he's a backup. Let's not get that wrong. That being said, um, he's, like, technically the third string on the Bears, which doesn't make sense to me. They're paying three guys too much money to get rid of one of them. Um, he'll get another shot, whether it be probably, like, a competing job Go to the Steelers or Redskins or somebody who's going to probably drop a QB and then give him a shot to compete. That's my prediction for the next three guys. This list QBIs, but I mean, do you want a Super Bowl? All
0: right. QBIs. My number two is Marcus Mariota. Dylan nailed it with the stats. Um, up until he got to the Raiders, he never had a QBR below 79. And his QBR with his first season with the Raiders was 83, only 226 yards passing, though. And this year, obviously, <laughs> that changed. Uh, he only had four yards passing and it was a 56 rating. But, um, he, he, yeah, he, um, he's a guy, he's mobile, you know, he's not, I don't think he's starting material, really. But if he needs to come in for a few plays or for a game, I wouldn't be too worried. Um, I think he's still got something. He's had some crazy plays. You guys remember when he passed it to himself uh, in the playoffs a few years back? That was pretty nuts. Um, but, yeah, Mariota, I I think he's a solid backup. I don't think he'll start anywhere ever again, but I do think he's a solid backup. Uh, Tucker. Uh,
3: <laughs> my number two, I have Nick Foles. Nick Foles is the ultimate backup quarterback that I want as a backup quarterback. I don't think Nick Foles should be a starting quarterback anywhere, but if you had to ask me, hey, Tucker, who do you want to be the backup quarterback for your team? I would say, without a doubt, Nick Foles. He's the ultimate guy that you you want on your team, and you fear him if he's not. If you're playing a team that's average, Nick Foles comes in, I feel like we're losing that game. He's giving me PTSD and I never want to face him again.
0: Dill?
1: Uh, number two for me, I'm going Mick Biscuit. That's Mitch Biscuit. Um, Mitch currently is wasting away in Buffalo. He needs to get the hell out of there if he ever wants to play again. Um, this man has twenty nine career wins after three and a half seasons played, um in Chicago, which is, you know, a lot, meaning that he's well on his way to having to being a starter starting quarterback for like life, Even though people like kind of hated on him, um, he had an All Star season in 2018. Uh, three seasons of 500 football. Uh, it really makes no sense why he isn't a starter anywhere else. Um, I am expecting him to start on a team next year. So,
2: I mean, if he were, can, he request a trade and just be traded. I, mean, I think he's only not. on maybe a maybe one year they just, deal. They have to. They have to keep him probably so
1: he's just going to waste away there for another year or two and then go somewhere else and hopefully play because it's kind of sad uh, that he's not playing
2: Cam um, oh sorry I would, take him,
1: I would take him I I mean like I wouldn't have him start over Mac but if you know if the Pats needed a quarterback in any instance
2: I'd be like yeah go get that guy
0: Cam number two
2: number two you all mentioned it uh, this is Gardner Minshew now I have Very high hopes for this guy. The the energy that he plays with going into Jacksonville that one year, last year, yes. Um, And, yeah, maybe they didn't win a lot of games, but he didn't put up bad numbers. He goes out there and plays with heart. He got his one chance to start this year, and he lit it up um, for the Eagles. He gets so excited after the game. This guy 100% is going to have a chance to compete next year. Uh, once again, one of those teams that, you know, Steelers, Redskins, I can see the Redskins. I can see that um, he he deserves it. I don't think that the Eagles having a guy like Jalen Hurts, who's like not really the guy, but he put up some fantasy stats. And then Gardner Minshew, who's kind of sitting there um, behind him, and you don't know who's, the, who's better and who's going to start. And um, I just think he's gritty. And he's, I like Wildcat. Wildcat's a good term for him, Dale. Uh, he's a Wildcat. He's thank you, thank you. And um, He's got a yeah. mustache. I His name I,
0: is Gardner. Uh, okay, <sighs> my number one is going to be Mitch Trubisky. There's only two words that need to be said when talked about Mitch Trubisky. Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy. This dude took Matt Nagy's sorry ass to the playoffs twice. Um he a hundred percent deserves another shot. I'm worried he's a little messed up from Nagy. Um, but I think it can be corrected. I know I've said that before. He gets a lot of flack because of his draft class. It's not his fault he was drafted ahead of Watson and Mahomes. I mean, it's just not his fault. And that's a lot to to weigh on a guy w- when, you know, two of the guys that got drafted after you are having good careers, and in Mahomes' case, an unbelievable career. So he deserves another shot, 100%. Um, I would definitely take him as a backup. Um, I don't see any reason why he can't compete for a job. Um, He took that terrible team to the playoffs, and that's all you need to know about him. Tuck, I imagine you have the same one.
3: Mitch fucking Trubisky as my number one. I think this is an obvious one. Man deserves a starting job. I don't know. I think the Broncos... I think there's going to be a bidding war for him this year, honestly. If I was an NFL team, I'd be bidding on him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Mr. Bisky's my number one. I love the guy. I think it's a joke that he's not starting in the NFL. But, uh, yeah, he'll be back next year. That's why I only took a one-year contract, because
0: he knew he was going to be
1: back next year.
0: Uh, Dill?
1: Um... Number one for me, I am gonna go with Case Keenum. Uh, that's a bit of a wild. Like I don't know. I feel like you guys don't didn't think that. So
3: I imagine. Um, I mean, obviously, by
1: number ones, but um, this guy's been a career backup, except for one year where he played on Minnesota, 2017, went 11 and three, and then the next year, sorry, after that, he was in Denver, went six and ten. His first ever season, he goes, Oh, and eight starts off his career hot. Um, and then just gets shoved into backup roles until that year in Minnesota, outside of Minnesota. He's played on Houston when they were trash, the Rams, when they were trash, Denver, when they were trash, Washington, when they were trash, and now Cleveland where he didn't play last year. And, uh, this year he played two games and looked a billion times better than Baker. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Baker can't go for some reason because of his shoulder or they somehow get rid of him because nobody wants him there and he takes over the starting job next year. Um, I think it's uh, a breakout season for for Keenum if that happens. If not, if he were to go to a team that has um, any sort of sustenance, then I think he's good. I mean, just watching him this season and the two games that he started back-to-back, he looked fabulous. Um, I think he's kind of got shafted being on shitty teams in bad situations, uh, put him on a good team. And I think he'd do really well. Um, there's still life left in that body at
2: 34. Go, him.
0: Cam, I imagine you are in a similar
2: spot. You would think I'm going with somebody that nobody's mentioned. And the reason I'm putting him at number one is because I think he has the most upside I think he has the most potential to be a stud. He's proven himself that he can play in the league. That he uh well, win games maybe not, but it's a guy that came into a tough situation. Tyler Huntley. Now this is the backup for the Ravens. Thought you guys would have him on your list. Actually really surprised you don't. Um, big eye test guy. Maybe that's um he's not like the best quarterback out there but jumping into a system that's built for Lamar with a bunch of injuries on a team a team that essentially Lamar probably could have played but I think he just kind of washed away his season and said you know take the take the road he's going to be paid big bucks next year he's going to be competing for a job next year I think he might be a starter for a team that's just looking for that one last piece um you know, put him in an offense where he can run around. I'm I'm trying to think. Maybe the Panthers, the Panthers' the old way of doing things, where they were running around. Darnold's obviously not the answer. Darnold's um, terrible. Yeah, so um, I think Tyler Huntley is a stud. He's only going to get better. Tucker, what do you think about this? I know you. Uh, yeah, no i
3: I could not be more against it. And Trey, for everything you should believe in. You should be against this, too, because do you want to know how many wins Tyler Huntley had this season? Zero. Loser. Zero wins the entire year. Get him out this of here. Team was, this team was 8-3 and three and didn't make the playoffs because they went. They lost their last six games of the season. That's a lie, by the way. Tyler In Huntley Chicago. is not good. He's not clutch. He doesn't have the clutch gene. I don't believe in this guy. Like, you're like, oh, he jumped into a system. He literally plays the same exact play style as Lamar. He jumped into a system that's built perfectly for someone like him. Okay. I, I don't of- – I, I just don't buy that. Of- I know that he's going to get a bag this year. I know that he's going to be competing for a job next year. I just don't believe
2: in him. Okay. What's that the First of all, he won. His first ever start to beat the Bears. So let's start there. Um, he was 26-36, 72% completions, 219 yards, no touchdowns, one pick. Um, and then he ran for a few, which he tends to do. That's some extra yardage for your team. The next three games, 71% completion, 70%, 62%. One touchdown, no picks. Two touchdowns, no picks. He's got potential. He can run around. And yeah, maybe the system was built for someone like him, which I'm assuming you just mean a fast quarterback, fast mobile. Yeah, a quarterback. mobile quarterback. Right. Um I I still think that's a tough system for anybody. It took Lamar, you know, a little bit to adjust. He had the he came in his first year um and played similar to this. I would actually compare Lamar's first year similar to this, and the next year he won an MVP. So, maybe a waste to take is Tyler the lewis
1: yeah, <laughs>
2: I'm not going go to go that far, but he's going to get paid. I think he's going to do well.
0: Trey, this is an Aaron Rodgers-type loser right here. Well, we don't know that yet.
1: I'm full on board, Cam. I believe in you. I believe in him. You've sold me.
0: All right, we're at an hour 40. You said so you're a winner, Scott. You like winners. I do like uh, winners. He hasn't played enough to know if he's a winner or a loser yet. Trending loser. Uh, We're at an hour 40, boys. Let's wrap this up. Uh, An hour 40. Check us out on our socials. Stay tuned next week. We'll be breaking down the weekend. Maybe getting into some Super Bowl talk. Who knows? It's going to be an excellent show. Thanks for getting wasted with us. And we will see you next week. Bye.